Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, and I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. been doing this for a long time, 16 years, longest job I've ever had by far, only job I've ever really liked, and I do love my job, so I feel very grateful that I, I get to help people in this way. And uh, what I do as a hypnotherapist is I work at the level of the subconscious mind, right? So we have two parts of our mind, conscious, that's the logical part of our mind, the thinking, planning part of our mind. Then we have the subconscious mind. That's where our programming is. Programming simply means what you learned growing up. And sometimes we learn stuff growing up that is not useful to us anymore, and that is holding us back. And if you get the sense that there's programming, quote-unquote, that's holding you back. Well, guess what? It can be changed, and hypnosis is a great tool uh, to change it. And here, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We're in hypnosis every single day. So nothing crazy, very normal state that we all go into. Anyway, if you have questions about that, or if you want to schedule a session, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me. But for now, we're going to get into today's podcast, Seven Steps to Peace. Yeah? Need some peace, do you? I do. I find it ironic that during the holiday season, the word peace is often used. But for many of us, this is the most hectic and stressful time of year. So, of course, in addition to life becoming very busy with shopping and parties, maybe this year not so much, it's also a time when emotions can be close to the surface. As I've talked about in recent podcasts, many recall and feel the loss of loved ones more acutely at this time, and many people feel loneliness and alienation, regret, or resentment. And the reason I talk about this stuff, quite frankly, is because these are things I used to be challenged by. These are things that I have struggled with in my life uh, at the time of the holiday uh, season. So, you know, that's why I talk about them. I want to share my experiences, and and what I've discovered helps um, with other people. So let's be clear that our our quest, if we have a quest for personal transformation, it involves releasing old patterns that we habitually engage in during the holiday season that no longer work for us. And creating a new relationship with this time of the year, that allows us to have experiences that we desire, whatever those might be. So I'm focusing on peace because I I rarely hear people say, I'm much too peaceful this time of year. Now, because of the pandemic, maybe, hopefully this year may be more peaceful. I mean, I definitely wish that for you. Um, on the other hand, if you roll just fine with the holiday season, if you're loving every minute of it, no need to read further. If, however, you feel you could and would like to have a more peaceful experience at the end of the year, then read on. As I always like to say, let's take a tip from nature. This is the darkest time of the year. We are in nature's nature's cycle of contraction, right? 
So the cycle of life is expansion and contraction, birth and death, darkness and light, right? Open and close. And at this time of the year, nature contracts, drawing within as the leaves fall off the trees, um, plants bursting with harvest just a few months ago now go dormant. And of course, many animals hibernate in darkness. It is a time of preparation for new growth. As opposed to the activity of spring, in the winter, nature is quiet and still. Quite frankly, I think it's in our nature to contract as well, to get in touch with what's going on inside of us in preparation for growth in the new year. Of course, it's a wonderful time to seek fellowship with others as difficult as that might be in this particular epoch of our history. It's still possible via technology, phone, FaceTime, Zoom. It's still possible to celebrate and give time to those we love. And if we can balance that activity with quiet reflection, we can find peace within as well as without. Now, let me just take a little uh, detour here. I have talked to people, people I'm very close with. They just don't see any value in reflection. They don't see any value in introspection. And quite frankly, I think there's a reason for that. If people have trouble doing that, I think it's afraid of what they might see. I may be totally off the mark about that, but I've had many clients tell me, you know, if, I, if, if I'm alone, um, I'll be faced with all the things I don't want to think about. You know, all the bad thoughts inside of me. And, but that's the only way you're going to deal with them. That's the only way you're going to, you know, slay those dragons is like face them and realize they can't hurt you. So I believe to be active in your own personal evolution, you must take time to examine and evaluate your life. That's just my opinion. But it's backed up by plenty of others too. And this requires presence and awareness, which is best found in the absence of frenetic activity. Now, I'm not suggesting that you spend all winter meditating and staring at your navel, but there is immense value in silence, reflection, and stillness. Even if there is little value placed on these things by our culture, although that's beginning to change, more and more people are becoming interested in meditation and mindfulness practices such as yoga or tai chi, etc. So here are seven simple things you might try to have a more peaceful holiday season. So number one, create and set aside regular periods of quiet, peaceful time for yourself. Reflect on your life over the past year. If you are alone or lonely, I wonder if you can be okay with being with yourself. If not, or if the voices in your head are too loud or scary, then seek out friends, relatives, or even a counselor or therapist to talk about things that matter to you. Give your inner life a voice. Number two, make a commitment to stay grounded and balanced. Don't allow yourself to get caught up in craziness of one kind or another. Be clear about what you want from this time of the year. You can refer to my last few podcasts. Be clear about what you will tolerate and what you won't. Number three, decide what this time of year means to you. What can you do that feels right to you? It may not be what you've always done. Or you may want to immerse yourself more fully in your religious or family tradition. The point is to choose consciously. Maybe you just appreciate, if nothing else, maybe you just appreciate 
the cold and the short days and the darkness and the leaves falling off the tree. That's a powerful thing to do as well. Number four, practice self-care. Talked about this extensively in a recent podcast. Have fun making merry, but balance it with eating right, drinking lots of water, taking supplements, and getting the rest you need. Read something meaningful or listen to something inspiring for your head health. Rid of that head trash. Number five, deal with triggers that pull you away from peace. A trigger is a person, place, or thing that triggers negative emotions. It might be money a family member, or a particular event that you dread. What can you do to either avoid these triggers, eliminate them, or reduce them? It might require awareness and preparation before encountering them, or an authentic conversation with somebody, or it might involve taking a stand. Just deal with those triggers. Number six, keep a journal handy. I know some people are not into journaling. I think it's a very valuable exercise. What's coming up for you as you reflect on your life? Write it down. What needs to be resolved for you to move forward? Boy, to that point, journaling has been just so helpful for me. You know, but it might also involve a phone call or a letter, a letting go or a taking on. Writing it down gets it out of your head and enables you to deal with it more effectively. Journal. Number seven, go outside. Get outside, even if it's cold. Go outside. Take a walk. Bundle up. Allow nature to speak to you. Fresh air and movement is good for you because we spend a lot of time inside in winter. Get outside. Be safe. Walk. Wander. Stroll. Drive. Get outside and Like I say, allow nature to speak to you. So there you go. I hope you found this podcast helpful. Hopefully you'll have a much more peaceful holiday season because it has been a crazy year. If you need help achieving some peace, tedmorando.com is where you want to go. Click on the contact menu, send me an email and say, hey, I just want to have a conversation. We'll set it up. TedInYourHead.com, that is where you can find out more about my podcast and how to listen to it and look at previous episodes. And, of course, social media, all the usual suspects. Reach out and say hello. Let me leave you with a quote by the second most famous quote maker of all time, unknown. This quote says, Peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and still be calm in your heart. Love that quote. You take good care of yourself. Enjoy this time of the year and talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.